Hello, everybody, and welcome to the still unnamed podcast from Smashbox TV. I'm here with Hannah Macbeth. Many of you know Hannah as an up-and-coming FPO player. She's been on the scene for a few years now. Others of you may know her because, well, she's married to Paul Macbeth. So, almost. We wanted to take this time and learn more about our players' personalities. So, today we're focusing on Hannah. Hannah, where are you right now? (laughs) Hi. Um, I'm in our house in Virginia. We live in um, Goud, Virginia. Yeah, you don't have to get too detailed. We don't want anybody out there uh, (laughs) trying to find the Macbeth estate. Oh, gosh. Can't trust people these days. It's it's unfortunate. But if if anyone wants to come and find me, I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Reach out to me. I will give you my address and we can sit and have a drink or something. So so we're going to start with the very first quiz of the night. It is a BuzzFeed quiz with seven questions created by BuzzFeed staff member Christopher Hudspeth and it says here, everyone is going to have a best month of 2019 and a worst. <gasps> find out yours. Oh, so we're going to find out your best and your worst month. Okay, let's do it. First question. What is your zodiac sign? Taurus. Taurus. So you were born between April 20th and May 20th, huh? Yes. That's an easy I'm one. answering this like I'm. <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. Yes. The answer is yes. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. I need like a little buzzer in front of me or something. <laughs> we, we can arrange that. We can arrange that. <laughs> New Year's. How many resolutions do you have this year? If any. Zero. Um, one. A few. Or several. I have one New Year's resolution. What? If you don't mind sharing. What is your one new year's resolution this year what if i said like i have 25 new year's resolutions then we would, um, we would take the next half is... hour going through each resolution one by one <laughs> yeah that would be the podcast um my new year's resolution is to um basically keep i don't know how to put this into words but i'm just going to talk and hopefully everybody will just slightly nod their head that's listening when you're on the disc golf course, sometimes big moments can happen and I'm competing a lot more this year. And sometimes like really, really awful moments can happen. And I just want to stay in control of myself. Um, so that's my new year's resolution. Every time I'm practicing or training or, um, competing, I want to remain in control at all times. Has that been a problem with you in the past? Are you one to kick your bag and throw it down a hill and cry and tell say you're never going to play again? Or are you more level-headed and you just want to be way more even keel honestly i have spent so much money paying people to not put footage out there of me throwing my disc golf bag around the course so um no i'm just kidding i'm completely (laughs) kidding i don't struggle with that that much um i i just don't want to i'm like competing more like i said this year and i know that that pressure will come and then the moments where i feel like Oh, maybe I have a lead or I'm, you know, pulling away from this person on my card. I just want to stay even toned. And um, that's something that I saw coming up last year towards the end of the year when I was going to um, tournaments and stuff. And so I just want to stay on top of it for this year. That's a great resolution. Honestly, we will we'll keep an eye on you on all the video footage that you make. So we can make sure that you are keeping your New Year's resolution. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody just like pausing after I said that and having to go somewhere and being like, oh, my gosh, wow, Hannah Macbeth is crazy. She has paid. I wonder how much she pays Central Coast. Does she pay Jomez? What kind of footage is out there of her? 
<laughs> like the champs versus jumps videos. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, Anyways. On to our next question. Which type of weather best fits your ideal vibe? You're out of Virginia, so you kind of get a little bit of everything. Do you prefer snow, rain, sunny day, or more of a cloudy day? I love natural light, so I'm going to say sunny day. Sunny day. You have a sunny day demeanor, I think. Every time we've ever... Thank you. Every time we've ever run into each other, this isn't just a make Hannah's head really big podcast. But I will say every time I've ever run into you, you've always that is a good that's that's a good start. You've been very positive and I've never watched you play. So, you know, you haven't had to pay me for any of those any any of those hiding of the footages. But ultimately, (laughs) you've always had a smile on your face and a a pleasure to talk to. So we will uh, we'll keep an eye on that. So a sunny day. Um, It's hard for me not to sing uh, the Sesame Street theme song when I just think of sunny day. So we're going to move on to the next question. Throw back. You can just cut that in there later. I will. I will cut. Ah, I'll pick some artist online who does a cover of it. and I'll throw it in there like it's me. No one will ever know. <gasps> I'm not going to say anything. Good, good. All right. Oh, this is a great question. This is this will be uh, right in line with your New Year's resolution. After slip okay. ups, how long do you wait to get back on track? I get back on track immediately. The following day. The start of a new week. The start of a new month, I'll get on. I'll get back on track next year, or I wait until I hit rock bottom before getting back on track. Be honest, I, this is science. I would have to say the only. I thought it was going to be like a half an hour, an hour, and then you started like the next one that you went to after right away was a day, and honestly. I am a firm believer that when you're upset, you give yourself 15 minutes of grief and then you pick yourself up and you keep going. So I guess I would say right away. And I don't know. I'm I'm not a quitter. Okay. Not a Good. quitter. Good. We're going to say back on track immediately. What is the last okay. thing you would say you slipped up on? Is it eating habits? Is it workout routine? I know you're, you're pretty into fitness and... <laughs> Every night before I, okay, this is really funny. I'm sorry that I don't let you talk. I have a gold medal. No, that's medal. great. This is the um, podcast is about you, Hannah. Okay. <laughs> I have a gold medal in interrupting and I'm 100%. It should be my New Year's resolution, but it's not because it's just part of me. Every, <laughs> I'm sorry. Every night before I go to bed, <laughs> every night before I go to bed, I tell Paul I'm going to go to this boot camp class at 930. <laughs> He's listening in the background. He's probably laughing. And I never go 930 in the morning. And I tell him almost every single night. Um, and I'm like, all right, good night. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow after I get back from boot camp. And he's like, yep. Okay. Love you. And then I always go at the, to the 530 PM one. And that's, I slip up with that every day, but I still go. So it's okay. But I don't know why I keep telling myself I'm going to go to the 930 and then I never do. It's really awful. Should probably stop doing that. No, I mean it, it's good to have goals, as we said. You can <laughs> you can set your track up. I mean, I, I'm yeah. very this year. I've kind of dedicated myself. It's not necessarily a resolution. I don't want to do, do a resolution. I want to do more okay. of a, more of a. I don't want to say a life change, but results. A, a not results. I'm looking for results. That's so the new hashtag this I've, year. So you got. I've given time. up. Um, I've given up soda temporarily, and oh, okay. going as long as I can without that. And other than this morning. I have run 20 minutes to a half hour 
every morning, and that's my goal. But Wednesdays are always oh tough because because of Tuesday Tuesday night podcasts. I get to bed at two a.m. as it is, and I'm not going to wake up at five thirty to go to run. So, so I we'll wow. we'll continue that tomorrow. So I I think Wednesday <laughs> will be my rest day. Okay, I but can't I, relate to your dedication in the morning, but I support it. It Hannah, it stinks. I love my <laughs> I love my kids with all my heart. I just wish they would sleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't right. have a dog right now, but someday I'll understand. The the dog will probably wake you up at some point to go outside. So it's right. Yeah, that, that's, that's it's true. very good training for your sleep schedule. If anything, I think that this just speaks volumes to Paul's character and his love for me because every night he's like, "Yep, you got this." And it's been like the whole off season, and I have yet to go to like a nine thirty class. So we're doing good. We're doing good over here. Paul knows what he got into. Don't killing don't. it. <laughs> Choose one of these. A stack of cash to cover all of your expenses for a month. Career advancement in your preferred field. An all expense paid travel opportunity or a perfect romance. Oh, um, I already have a perfect romance. Oh, and I think, okay, this just came up today. I would pick the third one, an all-expense-paid travel, um, because I saw the Eagle posted today that uh, registration for the European Open is up for the first pool of players, and that is, like, my dream to go and compete there. I believe that the be- the best luxury in life is to fly private. I've never done it, I, um, but I've heard really good things about it. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> when it happens i'll let you know maybe you'll be there i I hope so i I will be there to document it for you yeah this is hannah's private flight it's literally just hannah and a pilot and me hiding (laughs) so i can film it well and paul would be there too well i guess i mean it might be weird if i'm there and paul's not so yeah so we'll invite paul (laughs) so paul can come to and we'll we'll pick someplace remote we'll have you fly just private. Well, no, it would be to the European Open. Oh, okay. So then you would be able to work there too, maybe, or just enjoy your time. I don't, I don't know if you and Terry ever just enjoy disc golf tournaments, or you're always just filming things. But I do, either one. Yeah, totally I do fun. enjoy a tournament now and again. It's fun. A casual for me is casual rounds are the most fun. Get out with a bunch of friends and do it. So we're gonna pick an all expense paid travel opportunity for you, yes. Hannah. Is the glass half full or half empty? Um, half full. Um, yeah. All right. It That's an easy what's one. What's the glass? What's in the glass? <laughs> yeah. True. Um, no, it's half full. Always. Half full. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. It goes right along with your positive attitude. Yes. Uh, this is my resolution. Can you see my screen right now? Do you see this? No. Okay. Why should I? There, well, there's. One question here that requires maybe I'll have to do a little, I'll have to get a little descriptive. There are a oh, bunch of different can... pictures of the sun. It says here, choose the sun that speaks to you. And okay, I can see it. We have the <laughs> for those of you who can't see, uh, Hannah did not want to do a video podcast today. Uh, she would prefer to audio, but 
now she is she can see my screen and i got a quick glimpse of what looked like uh some some duct work in their house wonderful no it's the top of my desk i have a um an alpha desk from the container store oh Shout nice the container store they're amazing and um so that's what you saw so choose the sun that speaks most to you we've got a, a circular <laughs> sun with all these little circular balls radiating from it we have okay. what looks like kind of a how would you describe that? Is that like a paper mache style sun? Yeah. The third option looks, it's very, it's almost a, uh, a tile work, curved tile who's work. The, yeah. Who's the artist who painted um, Starry Night or like. That'd be Van, Van that? Gogh. Van Gogh. It looks like that. Okay. Yeah. Kind of. I could see that. It's very circular. Uh, the fourth option is just kind of what looks like some water, a circular water painted sun. The fourth one is a sun with a smiley face in it. And the fifth one is an actual picture of the sun. What looks to be a, a photorealistic representation of it. Which one do you think best suits your. your what's your favorite sun? Which one's my favorite? Which one's your favorite? Um, I would have to say. Okay, it's a tie between the second one because it looks like the for some reason I had like this childhood flashback to like a very hungry caterpillar book. Yes, that's ex- um, that's a perfect yeah. description yeah. of it. And then the last one looks like the Eye of Sauron or Sauron, I don't know how everybody has their way. Um and I would choose that one. <laughs> so for obvious reasons. <laughs> Going with the Eye of Sauron or Sauron or however we're bound to. That that does oh. speak a lot of you your character and your <laughs> likes and dislikes. Yeah. Also Paul is putting in the background upstairs and every time he misses, it's really loud. So I'm really sorry. He told me he wouldn't miss, but now we're, we can all silently judge him in our hearts. If you can hear that, I'm really sorry. I hope he gets all the misses out now. And actually, no, I was not able to hear him. So I don't believe anybody oh, okay, else cool. can. We got an answer. You have your, Oh, this is so sad. Your worst month is going to be February. No. So so it's coming up. (laughs) And your best month, it says, will be September. Oh. Um, February. If this holds true, you better hope for a good February under your circumstances. Worst is so subjective, Hannah. Worst could be you take third at Las Vegas. Or worst dressed. I could be the worst dressed every time. You could be. That's an option. I didn't win Ulti World's best dressed. And I'm very salty about that. Who won Ulti World's best dressed? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Aww. Probably Kona. She's always dressed to the nines. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. That's a good way of thinking it. I just have to open up my mind. That's right. Work your think if, about it if, in a different way. It's all about the perspective here. It's all about the perspective. <laughs> But your best month will be September. My best month is September. Is that when Worlds is? Worlds? I think Worlds is in August this year. Okay. So September would be... So that's not... September would be the uh, MVP Open. Oh, U.S. Women's? U.S. Women's? Maybe. We're going to watch your February, and it's going to go uphill (laughs) from there. I guarantee it. So This is amazing. We will hope that you have a good February. If not, we can point back to this. And we can say, well, it's it won't get any worse. Right. That's our very first quiz with Hannah Macbeth. Hannah, thank you for taking our first quiz. We're going to move on to our second quiz. You and Paul recently took 
a vacation at the end of last year to Disney. We all saw some of the pictures. We saw you in front of Buzz Lightyear. I think you guys went to, did you do Space Mountain? No. Uh, yes, actually, we did. What are some of your favorite spots at, at Disney World? I've never been, but I'm going in a month or one day. I had a 45-minute conversation with Terry Miller at a Florida tournament, which if you know him and you've talked to him before, anybody who's listening, it's not hard to have a 45-minute conversation with Terry Miller, but I did it, and it was about Disney. Um, So I'm going to try to cut it down and make it really short. Every single park is... um, It's designed for a different age group. So my favorite right now is Hollywood Studios because they just put in... A, it's for my age group, and then B, um, they added Toy Story, and Toy Story, all of that, all of those movies came out when I was a kid. So, like, I was literally watching movies, and I was Andy's age. So, it's, like, one of my favorite movies and all that stuff they came out with. I mean, obviously, they have, like, the Rock and Roller Coaster, and they have, they're coming out with the Star Wars Land, which I'll probably go and just immediately die because it's so exciting. Um, And I'm a huge Star Wars person. And, um, but yeah, that's really fun. And then they have Epcot and we always go in October and that's the food and wine festival. It's amazing. Um, they have all the different displays from countries all over the world. You can sample foods from countries all over the world. They have magic kingdom, which is like for younger kids. So everything is very much like kid, kid rides. And that's where all like the best fireworks shows are. And then, um, animal kingdom is for like the 10 to 15 year olds who are like a little bit too old for magic kingdom. Um, but still, and, and just starting to like ride the bigger rides, like they have the avatar simulation and all that stuff. So yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Well, thanks for your insight into the, into Disney (laughs) world. Um, I I will make sure to book my trip through you come next time. Do it. This I've been I've been trained by the best. My best friend Ryan is a Disney fanatic and she taught me everything I know and it's amazing. So How many Star Wars discs are in your house? Um well I don't a lot because there's a lot of discs in my house. Okay. Um like boxes and boxes of discs because of the sponsorship switch. Mhm. Um, some of Paul's discs have the Star Wars logos on them. He got some new ones today that he was just showing me before I got on with you. But I would probably say probably like 30. Was he with like Star Wars stamps and like themed? Hopefully this so. is the, the only question I ask about Paul during this little bit. Was he a sci-fi guy before you met him or did you pull him into your world? Did you make him as they might say, part of your world. Oh, wow. Nice. I think I just gave him a reason to be like that. I don't think I like instilled anything for him. I mean, I watched, we watched Star Wars together, like the first times. Can you really not hear that? Because that is really loud. I I heard it. That was the uh, first time. Actually, I think I heard it. Okay, I'm really sorry about that. It's okay. It is what it is. We'll we'll take it out in post. (laughs) No, we won't. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, so anyways, I I watched. I like had Paul watch all the Star Wars movies. Um, and 
you know, obviously like we named our dog Harrison Ford cause I'm a big Harrison Ford fan. So we've watched like Indiana Jones movies together and he watched Lord of the Rings and was like a huge fan of that. And, um, you know, like the Star Trek movies, I'm not like a huge fan of the new ones and didn't really grow up on like any of the old stuff, but I like, I like that type of movie. Like I like the sci-fi action adventure. Um, and he does too. I think because I like them and he likes them, we just, where did that come um, from for you? Is that a, a father, a mother? I grew up, my dad was really into Star Trek. So I used to sit and watch the next generation with him. Okay. And that was right about, I'm the almost the same age, just a hair younger than Will Wheaton, who played Wesley Crusher. And growing up, he was a, uh, one of the people I looked up to this young, smart kid. So that's where I grew my love for science fiction. How about you? Where did you get yours? Okay. Well, growing up, I had like 10 cousins that I was best friends with. My dad's family is pretty big and my mom's family is pretty big. So when we would get together and we would play pretend, we were always the X-Men or the Ninja Turtles or some kind of like mutants. And we would run around um, and just like everybody would have a different power. And we would like, we were like really intense, like about like playing pretend together, like as kids are. And honestly, superhero movies were like really, really starting to become a thing while I was growing up. And there was just a lot of like female roles. Like there was like Storm from X-Men and like all of these, like Princess Leia and like all these women who I really wanted to be. And so when we were playing, I'd be like, I'm Princess Leia, but I can control the weather. Like something like that. (laughs) You know, it's really just our, my dad really liked Star Wars and all that sci-fi stuff, his brother, their whole family, like everybody found it really entertaining. And we just connected with it because we would go and pretend we were them. Like we would go watch, you know, the new Star Wars movie or the X-Men movies that as they would come out and be like, Oh, cool. Like, I didn't know that was a thing, you know, or even Pokemon stuff like that. Like we would just, yeah, it was really fun. I had a really, that was really cool to have that in my childhood, but you sounded like you were super cool growing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, when you have like 10 other people doing it with you, it's like you have your own. You don't need to like be cool because everybody's doing the same thing. So it's like you're not really worried about that when you're like eight and running around playing pretend with lightsabers. No, I understand both of so. uh, both of my <laughs> parents are one of eight children. So I had I've got like 60 cousins that are floating around. But yeah, it's awesome. All right. Along the Disney lines, we're going to go back. We're going to say, we'll tell you which Disney princess you are based on your ice cream sundae choices. Bippity boppity boo. Are you an ice cream person? Um, I have like a dairy free lifestyle, but they have that now. So yeah, I would say yes. Okay, good, good, good. What do you take your ice cream in a cake cone? The the normal cones, I guess, a waffle oh, yeah, cone that is. straight from the container or a cup. <laughs> um, I'm going to go uh, with the container <laughs> straight from the container. There's no shame in my ice cream game there. there that's, there's no shame in that. I usually will do that. Having kids in a family, it puts a little damper on things because you don't want them to see you eating out of the container. So you kind of have to hide it these days. I'll finish off a container like that. Why dirty a dish, right? Yes. 
That's so funny you say that because to me, it's normal now. But when I was growing up, if I ever saw my dad do that, I would just think it was the craziest thing. I just remember thinking that was so weird. Why would you just stick your spoon right in? Like as if it didn't taste the same. Yeah. My son flipped out the first time he saw me drink milk out of the gallon. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I was, again, finishing it off. Why dirty a cup? And he looked at me like I was nuts. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it doesn't always have to be in a cup, son. (laughs) Wait till you're older. Yeah. Wait till you're older. Now he's nine. He understands. He gets it. Pick your first flavor of ice cream cookie dough chocolate cookies and cream or vanilla imagine somebody said vanilla can you imagine i think that could be Um, a good base layer maybe i don't know (laughs) it depends what your other flavors are for me now (laughs) people are gonna tweet at me like i'm team vanilla i hate hannah (laughs) (laughs) McBeth. hashtag team vanilla There's going to be videos like um, Dynamic Discs is doing for all their different putters and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Um, I'm going to say cookie dough. I love cookie dough. Cookie dough. Great option. All of them are good. Honestly, there's not a. Yeah, there's not really a bad. Or flavors of ice cream. There's not one that I dislike. So we have cookie dough as a base. We need a second flavor now. So this. I don't know if you just pick another flavor you love or something that's going to go with cookie dough. But our options are strawberry, blackberry lemon or mango oh yeah i'm from new england and black raspberry ice cream is like a huge thing i don't know if anybody listening to this knows but i live in virginia but i'm originally from massachusetts and black raspberry ice cream is like it's a it's really big there so i'm gonna go with what was it blackberry because that's probably pretty similar yeah strawberry blackberry lemon or mango It doesn't go with cookie dough, but that's okay. I'm going to choose that one. We are stacking this extremely high. We have a third flavor we're going to choose. Coconut, pistachio, mint chocolate chip, or moose tracks. Oh, uh, coconut. I've never had coconut ice cream. I've had every one of them. Growing up, we always had mint chocolate chip, which a lot of people hate. It gives them that that uh, toothpaste kind of thought, but I, I always enjoyed it, but I've never had a coconut ice cream. People get really intense about ice cream. They can, they get really personal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, gosh, I, yeah, but I would say coconut. The first time I had coconut ice cream, I think was in California with Paul or just with him in general. It's like that California thing, I think. Oh, um, that makes sense. So yeah, that it gives, it brings a good memory and I really like it. So (laughs) Let's work on some toppings. Your first topping sounds like we're going to have multiple ones here. Uh, M&M's, Heath Bar, Gummy Bears, Bouncing Here and There and Everywhere, or Butterfingers. Does it really say that? No. For those of you that know the podcast, Terry and I always sing. I grew up on Saturday morning cartoons, and it's the Gummy Bears theme song. It goes, Gummy Bears, Bouncing Here and There and Everywhere. Anyway, I could go on. I'm not going to. Nobody wants to hear me sing. They want Hannah's answer on your first topping, M&M's, Heath Bar, Gummy Bears, Butterfingers. I love that. Um, M&M's, Heath Bar. Mm, See, I hate M&M's and ice cream. I think they get really, really cold and frozen and crunchy. And I just, it it bothers me so much. So definitely not M&M's. Very strong opinion. Like I said, (laughs) ice cream. It's good to be opinionated. Brings out some very strong opinions. Confidence. Um, 
I'm going to say Butterfinger. It's going to get gonna... stuck in my teeth, but every single time it's worth it. I was going to okay. tell you, if you didn't pick anything other than Butterfinger, you were wrong with your opinion. So I'm glad. <laughs> you just hang up on me. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you went with Butterfinger, which is probably the second best topping. Wow. Okay, and I'm not so looking at the is... next toppings, but peanut butter cup, I think, is the best. But Butterfinger is great yes. when it's okay. it's got to be crushed up really good in that ice cream because you're right. Otherwise, it, it gets really sticky in your teeth. So let's so go to our is... second topping. Fruity Pebbles. This... I think oh, wait, I... hold on, wait. This is like a, bud, a BuzzFeed quiz. And then this is also like our friendship quiz. I feel like oh. you're also making sure that we can be friends when everything's said and done. Can we can we share an like a gallon of ice cream? Yeah, can't like could we for the future? This is good to know. Right. This is this really is good, good to know. We're gonna pick your second topping: fruity pebbles. I think I just kind of threw up a little. Uh, chocolate <laughs> chips. I just made the weirdest face too. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate mints or crushed Oreos. Oh, there's only three? No, Fruity Pebbles, Chocolate Chips, Chocolate Mints, or Crushed Oreos. I'm going to say Crushed Oreos. Another great answer. Right in sync here. I'm the kind of person who would order this and be like, yeah, can I have Crushed Oreos, but like not as crushed as you might think? (laughs) (laughs) Can you please just make them a little bigger than... I want like, you know... You want chunks of Oreo, not like ground up powder. (laughs) Yeah, I can. So I can feel you. I love that you're doing this. Pick your third topping. I hope this is the last topping, or our ice cream is going to be. It's going to kill us. That which is good. This one is more of a, a healthy topping. Are we going with blueberries, okay. strawberries, raspberries, or banana? I'm gonna say banana, and the only reason is because all of those fruits i've been to like frozen yogurt bars and i've tried them on my yogurt and it's like when they're cold they're just miserable and so banana every time i'm not much of a berry person but i'm not much of a banana person either i go bananas once every couple weeks and i'll I'll get into a streak where i'll eat one a day and then i won't want to touch one for like a month so yeah i like really ripe bananas like the browner, yeah. the better. Oh, no, I can't go that far. A good banana, perfect banana is yellow with just one or two brown, like tiny spots in it. That's when you know it can't be green because if it's green at all, it's disgusting. It has to be the perfect ripeness. But if it yeah. gets overripe, I feel like it's mushy and eh, I'm, with, I'm right there with you. You can. We'll, we'll see about that. Maybe you'll have the bananas on your side of the ice cream. Sometimes I'll buy bananas and I really think I'm going to eat them. And then I just end up ignoring them and ignoring them. And they turn like so dark brown. And then I just make banana bread and everyone's happy. Banana bread or a smoothie will work out with those as well. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Pick a topping to drizzle on top of your 7,000 calorie ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Is it hot fudge? Thank you for that. Caramel, white chocolate, or honey? Wait. Hot fudge. Caramel, white chocolate, or honey? Okay, I'm gonna go with. Mm, I'm gonna go with hot fudge, but I also think it's funny that you say caramel because I say caramel. It's spelled C A R A M E L, and to me, if it's and this, all right, this is gonna get into my psyche a little bit. If it is in liquid form, it's caramel. If it's like a something you're gonna eat, like in a wrapper, it's a caramel. Hmm. I don't know why. It's almost like it's two separate things in my head. 
Yeah, I like that. It's a good to me. You it's a good distinction. Getting. I might be the only one. And who puts white chocolate on a Sunday? I don't understand. That's People crazy. need help. Does your wife know that? So, like, if she's at the grocery store and she like calls you and is like, "Hey, I'm gonna get some caramel," you're like, "Oh, I I hate that, but I'll take some caramel." You can't or even say caramel it. or caramel. Like, does she know? <laughs> I don't think she does. Honestly, oh, I don't know if we've ever had the caramel caramel discussion. Mm. Once in a while, Hershey's makes a squeeze bottle of caramel, and uh-huh. uh, if, if we decide we're going to get ice cream, we'll buy that. And it, you know, you use it once, and then you've got three quarters of a bottle sitting in your refrigerator for the next <laughs> eight months. But ultimately, she knows she's not a big fan of. Uh, no, no, she likes caramel. She doesn't like butterscotch. That's what it is. Oh, so okay. I like I like it all personally. We've got to get on the same page. That would I'm, be like a cute, like a cute secret code to ooh. know. I'm I've got. A I'm going to use that. Yeah, I've got a sweet tooth though. So, all right, pick one more topping: <laughs> okay. whipped cream, marshmallows, cherries, or sprinkles. Oh, um, sprinkles. Sprinkles go good on almost any dessert cake. Donuts, ice cream, they're all purpose. Pancakes? I've seen them on pancakes. I've seen them on pancakes too. Not my own pancakes. That would be exciting. Do you make yeah, a lot of pancakes? Are... It doesn't seem like a, a breakfast for you. Um, yeah. We actually my aunt for Christmas sent me a I think it was like a stone mill. That's like a thing. Stone mill is like a uh company that has like jams and jellies and just like cute little gourmet things and she sent us a blueberry package so it was like a pancake mix blueberry jam and then blueberry syrup from like i think it's like stone mill or stone house or something like that anyway we made them the other day and they were delicious but yeah we pretty much eat whatever we want just in um i don't know like i probably wouldn't sit and down this whole entire thing of ice cream but i would eat it i think i and maybe Maybe other people have this right for right or for wrong vision of you and Paul as almost ultra marathoners, really healthy, eating, you know, uh, granola, not granola eating like a uh, James Conrad granola eater, but uh, more of a darn. I know. I know. Uh, (laughs) That's a whole nother connotation. But as a super healthy, uh, maybe not, you know, not so much carbs and things like that. I think a lot of people have that mentality. That that thought or that vision of you and Paul being the super eaters, but if it's not true, you can dispel I mean, those rumors right now. Also, I just want to say that I completely messed that up. <laughs> the name of the company that she got everything from. Maybe you'll get a sponsor. Who knows? Stonewall Kitchen. So not Stonehouse. I was wrong. Farmhouse pancake and waffle mix. Boom. Okay, I feel much better about that. I feel like somebody would come for me if I didn't say that. Or it just kind of felt like I was holding in a sneeze if I didn't say anything. So I just really wanted to clarify. Um, Paul and I are, I mean, we eat, we eat healthy. Like I studied for four years in college. Um, I have a bachelor's of science in exercise science. I'm a certified exercise physiologist, like a functional movement specialist. So I really love like health and wellness and nutrition and all those things. And I, we supplement our diet from this company called Isogenics and they have meal replacement shakes. So if I'm like really hangry, which is like a very big thing for me, then I'll have one of those. But I mean, 
we have ice cream in our freezer sometimes and we have chips in our cabinet and we, you know, when we go out to eat, we'll order dessert or we'll order what like the fried thing, you know, we have a really healthy relationship with food. We just don't always want the bad food because I don't know. We're just not like that. Um, That, that is, yeah, that's, that is, as they say, a good, healthy relationship with food. You don't want, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with splurging, but. Oh no. Some days like we'll have pancakes for breakfast and then we'll go get sandwiches. And then, you know, we'll, we'll look back in the day and be like, yikes, you know, that probably didn't put us anywhere towards our goals, but we were happy and we don't do it every day. And so who cares? Um, and I think that's a huge, huge thing for people looking to make changes in their health is just like, find something that works for you and then give yourself grace and just don't stress out so much about it because it's not worth it. Preach it, sister. Thanks. <laughs> I 100% agree with you. I am 100% in agreement with you. It's all about moderation. Nothing wrong with falling off the wagon. Uh, everybody gives themselves usually one cheat day a week. And that is so people do not feel guilty about having to sit and maintain a virtually unrealistic lifestyle because everybody, you need to have fun. Everybody. Yeah. But I think it's funny that you said that about us because I remember a couple of years ago, I think it was like 2016, I was at the Vibram Open um, when it was the Vibram Open. And I was walking around and I was watching the women, and Madison Walker had come up to me and I was eating like a fluffer nutter, which for people who don't know, that's like a fluff and peanut butter sandwich. So for people that don't know, um, it's like a peanut butter and fluff sandwich. And she came up to me and was like, hi, oh, wow, I love that you're here. Because that was still when I was like just starting to come around the disc golf scene. And um, she was like, wait, what are you eating? And so I told her and she just, I just remember she looked at me and was like, oh, I thought you ate healthy. (laughs) And I just, I was like, I'm like sitting there eating like an eight-year-old's lunch. And I'm just like dang (laughs) that's crazy it's that so yeah it was pretty nice (laughs) it's that perception that people have yeah which i'm okay with i mean that's pretty cool it could be worse where do you want to eat your magnificent ice cream sundae at a picnic table on the couch at the beach or at the mall this is our last question so okay for those of you that forgot we're going to find out what Disney princess she is based on this. I'm really excited. I, and a little, me too. Like, I don't know I'm what. I'm a little intimidated because sometimes I take these quizzes and I find out the results and it's not what I want. So I don't share it. And now everyone's going to know, but it's okay. It's fine. New year, new me. You can't hide um, from the truth, say, Hannah. You can't hide from the truth. You're right. <laughs> um, I'm going to say at the beach. At the beach. Your ice cream is going to melt fast, but. Are you a beach person? You enjoy just relaxing by the beach beach in Maine. It doesn't have to be like, like it could be, be, um, you know, up there in Maine. I can pack (laughs) my car real close to the water. Just (laughs) eat my ice cream. (laughs) It doesn't have to be like LA. That's true. I'm not a beach person. I'm pasty white Norwegian from the Midwest. I don't mind going to the beach. If I'm going to be active and playing volleyball or swimming, I'm not. I can't just sit at the beach and relax. I would get bored after about 20 minutes unless I was napping. That would be okay. Yeah. Answer yeah, is I'm, at I'm the... a beach person for sure, but the I like hand... to do stuff. I'm not one of the people who go and just lay down. I don't 
I've never really been that way. I've always been like, a, all right, we're here. Let's leave our stuff somewhere. Hope people don't steal it. Walk for a long time <laughs> <laughs> or go swimming. <laughs> like that's me. We're going to find out what princess you are. You got Ariel. Oh my gosh. You have so a very exciting. bright and spontaneous personality. You're a risk taker and you don't care what others think of you. Yeah, let's go with that. Would you agree with that? I should have asked you beforehand what princess you wanted to get. Is that the princess that matches up with you, you think? Or would you prefer, do you have a different favorite Disney princess? I don't really have a favorite. Princess Leia. She's Disney now. Oh, you're so right. Dang. Yeah, that's my favorite. No, growing up, my favorite was actually Princess Aurora. Sleeping Beauty was like one of my favorite movies because I believe the music was the best. I grew up in like a very musical family and my mom's side of the family is like very interested in Broadway and my dad's side of the family. Most of them play instruments and sing. So she was always my favorite because I feel like she had the best movie. But Ariel's really funny. I I think that's really funny that I got that because that's my best friend Ryan's favorite princess. So she's going to be pumped. Well, when she listens to this podcast, she can be jealous that really she will be. She's going to go take the quiz. <laughs> I will say, though, I am not a risk taker. I am a homebody. I don't I don't know why um, I've just always been this way and I just choose not to. I don't know. It's me. So I'm not going to be upset about, you know, how I'm wired because that's ridiculous. But Paul is the adventurer. Um, he has a sense of adventure in the relationship. He is the one who is the go-getter and, you know, is spontaneous and exciting. And he's pretty much like dragging me every, like, okay, I'm, so he's running, he's holding my hand and we're running somewhere and I'm running too, but I'm not as excited as him. (laughs) Like, that's kind of how I explain things. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily like shut down or anything. I'm just not... I'm not like a risk taker. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to jump out of a plane or like, I was just going to ask bungee jumping, skydiving, not in your future. Yeah. He did all that before he knew me. So we got all that out of the way. <laughs> do you think he would do it yeah. again? And would you let him? Um, I don't think, I don't know if his sponsors would let him. I don't know if that's allowed. Oh yeah. Good call. I didn't, I never thought about that. That's a question for Paul yeah. some, at some point. Good question. Yeah. Uh, I don't get like weirded out when he comes up because he's like my best friend. So it's like, it's not weird for me. So if you feel weird about talking about him, it's fine. I don't mind talking about him. We talk to him and about him all the time. I am more focused on this particular podcast. I mean, we're only in episode two, so I don't feel too bad talking about this. I want to focus more on the person I'm interviewing. I want to focus on, and it's, it's really hard in your case because you are so closely tied with the biggest personality in our sport we are all (laughs) kind of we're all in paul's orbit and you closest to anybody so getting your answers and talking about him kind of goes hand in hand and i'm sure paul would probably get a different disney princess but oh i want to know what his disney princess is he'll have to be on your show i won't i won't spoil it for him we will and maybe we'll give him the disney princess one just like we gave you this is the end of our second quiz we are going to shut it down here for most of you unless you're a patreon supporter you can check out the feed where we're going to have a third quiz which i think will fit very well in with paul and hannah it is which the office couple are you and your boo oh my gosh and i believe are you kidding me no i've 
Hannah, I'm not going to lie. I, I've done a touch of research and I know you, I believe you're a fan of The Office, correct? I am obsessed with The Office. I know. That's so funny. I okay. know. I'm uh, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm I keep track of this stuff. So if you would like to hear Hannah's answers and find out which office couple her and Paul fall into, please tune in on Patreon.com and we can continue this conversation. Otherwise, Hannah, where can everybody see you coming up? I'm really candid on Twitter um, during tournaments. I That came up the other day on the Smashbox podcast that obviously everybody listening to this listens to. Um, I share a lot more on Twitter. On Instagram, it's kind of like you have to post a picture with everything. Then there's pressure to have it be a certain picture. So I'm, I'm still candid on there, but it's hard for me. And then um, I'm actually going to start vlogging this year just to... I don't know. It's probably not for the reason that most people think I'm like really close with like a lot of my family members and I moved to Virginia. And so it's just like a fun way for them to be able to keep up with what I'm doing. And also just like shout out to sponsors and show what Paul and I's life is on the road and, you know, having a dog on the road and all that stuff. So I'm going to try doing that. And it's just going to be on Paul's YouTube channel. So you can look him up on YouTube and then out on tour. So if you guys are out on tour, send me a message and hopefully I'll see you. I'm normally an open book on tour. I'm normally pretty outgoing, but sometimes we all have our days when we're just like introverted. So hopefully you catch me on a sunny day and not a rainy one. Otherwise, Instagram, Twitter, I'm not like an open person on Facebook. I I don't like friend everybody on there because I have all the other outlets for social media. Excellent. That's really long. I've never had to answer that question before. That's what we're here for. We want everybody to find out the real Anna Macbeth. We're going to find out what princess you are, what Sunday types you like. We're going to, we're, we're figuring it all out tonight, Hannah. So thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, like I said, stay tuned. For those of you that are on the Patreon, you're going to about to hear a third quiz. Thanks a lot. Goodbye.